This week, we have to make up for last week. We've done that twice now. <laughs> so we, we've been getting far behind. Um, not that far. Not that far. It's my fault. So this week, we're going to review Say Yes and Bury Me Here mm-hmm. uh, to the last two episodes of The Walking Dead. And as always, there's going to be spoilers. We should just, you know, that just should be a... You shouldn't even have to say it now if you're going to be listening to a podcast. Shouldn't. Because you know it's going to happen. Most people, people don't have a courtesy. Most people don't give a crap anyway. <laughs> right. In this day and age. They, whatever. So as you can tell, I'm joined by Mike and Ethan, as always. Yes. Yes. So, last week we had Say Yes. It was the courtship of Rick and Michonne. The Rishon Bone. The Rishon Bone. <laughs> Rishon Bone Comedy Hour? Is it something like that? Making the swirl. Making the swirl. Yes. Uh, a lot of uh, there, sex was happened. There was a lot of Rick on Michonne action going. Yeah. Some Michonne on Rick action going. Well, it's basically Rick and Michonne heading off to try to find uh, not only the guns for, uh, for the new group, but also to see if they can find any other supplies for themselves as well as Negan's group. They sure found some, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Because yeah. after, after a couple of days of boning in a van and finding next to nothing. Here, yeah. Here and there. They run into a carnival of all things. Mm-hmm. Well, it looked like it was a school. It was a military yeah. carnival. Was it? Well, there was a bunch of military guys on. Yeah, I think it was, I thought it was like a school that they kind of. Um, had as a as a military base, kind of you know, kind of like um, yeah, like Greece, school. no, like Greece, where they have like the school carnival at the end yeah. of the year, and then maybe you know the were military, military people on, on in Greece. <laughs> the other were they, they were see, singing the Ramalama Ding Dong. <laughs> see, you you had, had the, the T Birds, <laughs> and you had the pretty lady, or the pink ladies, and then you had the G Men, and the G Men, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no but uh, I, I'm wondering because when I was watching the episode I was like well it seems weird that there's so many military people here for this and it may have been that there was a school thing and they just you know kind of well I feel stopped. like it, it, it after the whole apocalypse started out they used this school as a base base of operations type they decided thing. to throw a carnival well no the carnival was already there it, it was like part of an event that was happening when they saw something broke attacked out. the military then was there yeah or they just got I would think by so, zombies yeah. they probably just got overran and well I mean there's they got overran a lamb lamb or a ding dong or it was an ROTC school and maybe yeah, yeah something the carnival's like put on by the military or by the school and all families and whatnot. Yeah. Or maybe it was just over. a real convenient plot point <laughs> to have yeah, them all there to together. Yeah, have a lot of food. And the guns. And the guns, yeah. Well, that was the one thing that I started reading online that people are getting so upset 
is that Rick allowed Michonne to shoot it, the gun off the roof. Yes. And basically, like, because they, it was one thing that Rick was adamant about is not drawing walkers to them. Yes, but and did so, you notice that it neither drew walkers to them... That's the thing. ...or it's, to the spot where she was shooting? Yeah, they were saying that was the thing that was the plot hole, is that she shot two rounds off the roof, and none of the zombies kind of flinched or going toward... Yeah. My thing is, there's a difference between season one and season seven... As they've talked about previously in the show, is that these zombies are um, degrading as they're going. So their eyesight's going, their sense of hearing is going because they're just decomposing. Sure. So I would think, yeah, season one, that was a big issue because they were all, you know, still, you know. You're trying to justify it. No, it's just. There's no plot holes in my. I'm not saying there's a plot hole. But I, I think that people are just taking this way too seriously for something that it's not even an issue. It's, a, it's an episode to tell a story. Maybe the zombies are just used to it because we did see one one uh, the military guys get stuck and he just kept firing off rounds. So maybe they're just used to the sound of guns now. Yeah, well, it's, I yeah. guess because they're, they're rationalizing <laughs> that in their yeah. brains. But no, it's like there's such a big backlash about this. It's like, guys, that come on, it's reason, a fake... Yeah show there it's like a show about a fake situation that's a logical point it's, that you make so it, it works i yeah. understand yeah but it's not something that you should be crying all but over they about. did fall through a big hole in the ceiling a big plot hole a big hole <laughs> a, a roof hole yeah and found a ton of food yeah like pallets upon pallets mres yeah mm-hmm. which by the way you know MREs usually don't have good things in them. When Rick started eating it... They used to not have good things in them. But apparently they're pretty good now. Are they? Yeah. Chili and macaroni and cheese apparently is. Like the the Krugal. I wonder how many people went out and made chili and mac and cheese after that. Probably not a lot. I'm not going to lie. It sounds delicious. You know, if you make chili and mac and cheese and put them together. You make the mac and cheese and you pour the chili on top of it. Ooh, and then bake it. Put a little sprinkle cheese on top and bake it. And then, and then put bacon on top of it? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much. I eat that. I'm going to And then a little dollop of sour cream right in the middle? Yep. I don't know about sour cream and mac and cheese, though. No, sour cream and mac and cheese is not good. Chili's sour cream fine. and cheese. Uh, sour cream and, uh, and chili is fine. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that was their big delicacy. And they found alcohol there, too. Because they were drinking. Rick had uh, beer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it just it just seems like this was the base of operations for the military when this when everything broke out, and so they have everything there. They had food, they had water, they had alcohol. <laughs> you know, they had everything that they would need. For Except it. for condoms, there's no condoms. Hey, they may have condoms, but maybe Rick doesn't like them. Although, to me, it seemed like Rick was starting to become a negligent father because he just didn't want to go back. Oh, another two days, another day. Like, you got two kids back there. Well, They're being taken care of. Yeah. One so, like, there's one a huge community that I'm a leader of, and apparently Gabriel just loves taking care of my kids. So, yeah. Which, by the way, Judith had a growth spurt, didn't she? Yeah. And sore ass. <laughs> sore ass. Soap opera rapid aging syndrome. Oh. That's what they call that for kids because they have bringing kids as infants. And then it's yes. like a year later, the kid's like three or four years old. And you're like, 
Okay. <laughs> I've yeah, sure. never heard it referred to as sore ass. Like sore ass. Was she sitting on the ground for a long time? Is that no. where he's going at? It's <laughs> like, man, they really need to change that diaper more often. <laughs> I know there's limited Judith supply. Ra- rash cr- rash cream comes through a few, far and few between. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, she. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Judith, the uh, Tara kind of confesses to her, just knowing that she can't say anything and just needed to get something off her chest and tells her. I, but about I, I the love group. the look in, on Judith's face. It's like, why the fuck are you telling me this, bitch? <laughs> You're like, you do know I can't. I can't really understand. Are you really saying. keeping this from the everybody? You're a, you're a bitch. <laughs> what if Judith was like a mute, <laughs> like a deaf mute? What if she is the zombie antivirus? Yeah, and that's how they end it. Yeah, Ooh. that's stupid. She, she's the cure. Kind of end the show sometimes. I, she was born. She was born. She was born and conceived after everybody was infected. Yeah. Well. So maybe she's so the immunity to the, it. Because uh, it's already in her system, but her body is able to build up that. Yeah. I can see that. No, I, mean, I, I saw uh, one of these fan theories online that mm. I kind of agree with on how they're going to end the, the show. If they do, it would be really good. Kirkman's just going to get tired of writing? <laughs> well, no. I think the like last episode, or even <laughs> the way that they're going to end the comic, is it's going to jump like 50 years in the future. And it's Carl telling a bunch of kids about this story of this great uh, adventure that he had with his dad and what happened to, to the world. And basically, like, telling this story to a group of kids inside, like, a thriving community as is being You do realize that. now that like will never be made like that, right? Why? Because that person that put that fan theory up online will go back and say, Kirkman stole that from me. Yeah, but also Kirkman has his ending already written. Well, yeah. So if that comes out to be like, hey, this is me writing this 12 years ago. What if Kirkman actually is Carl? Carl? That's that's too easy of an out, though. Yes. That's the ending of that. I think that it... But it's it's better than, oh, Rick wakes up from a coma. No, I want to see Judith, the zombie slayer. (laughs) Judith becomes Buffy. She's the big badass zombie slayer. She's got Michonne's sword. She's got Rick's, she's Rick's, Rick's revolver. <laughs> Carl, well, Rick's Carol's, Carl's eye patch. She just wears it for the hell of it because she likes the... <laughs> yeah. She's got the one scar that goes through her eye. Yeah. Like every, she, like, she's got the side of her head shaved like a big mohawk with a ponytail and everything. She's just like this big badass. Morgan's, Morgan's uh, staff. staff. She's got Negan's bat. She's just ready to go. <laughs> and she's six. <laughs> no, you can make her sixteen. You know, everybody else has died. She's sixteen. All she knows is this world. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, we're talking about the show because <laughs> right now this is more interesting than the whole episode of uh, of Say Yes. yes. The they they tried to scare us all into thinking that Rick was gonna die or died. Yeah. Essentially, but oh yes, his fall off of the. Uh, the fell carousel. Off the carousel and with the deer being right next to him or Michonne walks up Ferris and sees, sees them all like eating something I was wondering for a minute I mean I I knew they, they weren't going to do that but I was like oh, that'd be a crap way it's sort of like the Glenn thing it's sort <laughs> yeah. of a crap way to dying yeah but the the thing you, is you knew with, with Rick especially if they showed the deer first it's like oh. yeah and well the thing is with, with the character oh. Rick yeah. with if they hadn't shown the deer then you might go 
Uh, and they saved that for the last, you know, the end of the episode. Maybe you might have. Well, gone. they showed the deer earlier, yeah. so if they. I know. That's what I'm this, saying is, if you don't show the deer, right? If they didn't show the deer and then just came up to walkers eating a bunch of things and then it realized there's the deer head, yeah, pokes out, then yeah, that would be better. But you know, with Rick being the main character of the show. And him it's to the die gl- a it's stupid the way. Swerve with yeah. the with the yeah. uh, to oh. die in such a stupid way, they wouldn't do that. I think, no. especially for someone with the main. I'm glad that they that something status. did happen because they were getting way too cocky. Yeah. You know. Oh, you know. Okay, let's just you know make this into a game. It's just to force Michonne into that emotional state for that. Yeah. Especially yeah. because they had the conversation earlier of saying, "I may die, and you have to go on without." Okay, me. but to go back a little bit. When, when they were trying to move the car, mm-hmm. right, and they show that Rick's having trouble with this car and everything because of the zombie and everything, and there's a truck, like right on the opposite side of the same clearing mm. that they could have went over to that had nothing around it. Matter of fact, the zombie gets stuck on the tailgate, and that's when he starts firing. Yeah. If they had gone over to that truck, they would have just was a lot farther than the hole that they wanted to block. <sighs> so. And, you know, they didn't think that there's a, a live zombie in the middle and of the I didn't realize, you know, It was just so convenient that that car had a sunroof. Of course. Because yeah, it didn't look like that car had a sunroof. Yeah. But the funny thing is I was looking at the, the goofs on IMDb about it. Mm. And they say that the Crown Victorias, the back seats don't lay down. Yeah, so it with come Mich- out of the trunk. Yeah. So mm. when Michonne being in the trunk, how did she get out of the trunk? Well, she could have kicked sunroof? it. She could have kicked yeah, it. If you know cars, yeah. sure, that's going to bug the shit out of you. But yeah. yeah, but no, it's still it's still just a back seat. You can kick the thing yeah. down. Yeah, it factors into the people getting all upset about the whole gun she thing. Could, she could have used her sword and cut through the... Yeah. Why didn't Rick pull the e-brake instead of... <laughs> yeah, no, oh, right? the brakes are gone. Okay, there's an emergency brake. There's a parking brake for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you can still steer. You could have steered it into the thing. Yeah, into yeah. the fence to try and yeah. stop it. Yeah. yeah, well. It just it just seemed like a very sloppy episode. <laughs> it seemed like a... a it's not f- as sloppy as that, uh, the Maggie and Sasha one, but... <sighs> <laughs> it seemed like a, a big filler. Yeah. You know. No, it was definitely a filler episode. And then Rosita had her own little thing going on where she was trying to find guns and she... <laughs> she finds a, she finds a toy gun because it's like an airsoft air. gun or something like that. So it has the orange tip on it. I thought it, I thought there was gonna be something more going on because it was just like a gun sitting right in the doorway. Mm. I thought maybe it was like a trap or something. Yeah, but no, it ends up being like one zombie who she takes out real easily. Mm. Um, so okay, so Rick and Michonne gather up a bunch of supplies, which you made a good comment when we were watching the episode is. He said that they shouldn't, since no one seems to know about this place, they shouldn't take that many, that much of the supplies back. Just enough. Well, they didn't. And then you made the comment of why didn't they take everything back? And I said, for one, they couldn't probably fit it all in the van. Yeah. And two, they're probably thinking, hey, we can, we can keep this a secret from the saviors, essentially. Hopefully. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's their thought process. Yeah. Is we're going to try to keep this a secret. And we'll pull some things here and there to, you know, kind of satisfy the Savior's tribute, basically. But we know that we're always going to be covered because we have all this stuff here. In my eyes, they should have moved everything away from that location and just hid it somewhere that they only knew. That right, there right. wasn't like, oh, this is a big old school or building because 
they'll come up. I mean, someone's going to bound to come across it yeah. eventually. Not yeah. Just well, he them, says, so. I think he says in the episode that there's only one way in. They found the only way in was yes, through the roof. Through the roof. Basically. So then how so. did they get all the shit out? Because yeah. some well, of that shit yeah. was still wrapped up yeah. in its plastic. I mean, they shouldn't give any of those MREs to them. No. Just, I don't know, the yeah. cans. I mean, you have to know how to give it so it doesn't feel like, oh, you just came into a shit ton of food. Right. You're right. But then they came into a bunch of guns and they take it back to the to the junkyard people mm-hmm. and find out it's not enough guns. Does the junkyard people have a name? Uh, sort of like Oceanside? Or is it just junkyard? They didn't have, they didn't have a name. Uh, they're so. like a, I think like, the leader's Jadis. They're like a cult. I don't know. Maybe you can probably find very, it while we're talking. Yeah. Um, very seemed like a cult. <clears throat> yeah, they're very cultish. Like their names are all kind of, you know, Jadish and Jeremiah and just, know. you know, very cult like. Religious names. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we find out that there's not enough, so they got to get more guns. And then uh, yeah, Tara. Jadis is her name. Byron is the the weird creepy lurch dude. Um, and I forget there's there's another main girl. Tamil is yeah. the is the other main girl, yeah. So they they um they bring it to them, they find out there's not enough. So then then Tara confronts Rick and kinda leaves it as a cliffhanger that she may be telling him about Oceanside. Yeah, the very last part of the episode she says, I have something to tell you. Right. And then it cuts. And then, well, no, then it cuts back to Tara. It cuts to Tara, or excuse me, it cuts to Rosita walking into Hilltop and, or walking up to the grave of Abraham and Glenn. And we see Sasha sitting there and she's basically, Are you ready to go? We'll go. You know, we're going to do well, this. It's like, it's, it's like they didn't have to say anything to each other, but they were on the same page. They were like, we're Well, they said, you know, you're, we're going to go, gonna go. If you're going to do this, then I'm going to... She just says, make one request. I make one request. I get to pull the trigger. Well, that's the thing. She walks up. She doesn't say anything, but she sees it, like, in her face, and she goes, well, I'll come with you, but I'm going to kill him, or I'm going to pull get, the trigger. And then she, she pulls out yeah. this amazing uh, sniper rifle. Yeah. Out of her bag and is like, okay. One of the guns they end up finding. You know, yeah. So. so now we know that Rosita and Sasha are going to go on a manhunt for Negan. Basically going on a suicide mission. Yeah, because yeah, they, they basically they, like they say, you know, we're not coming back from this. Yeah. Well, we just need to make sure that that they basically that if they don't kill us, we kill ourselves. It's, so that yeah. way, yeah. they can't torture them or use it, them. It's still dumb though. You, you kill him. Someone's going to be right behind them. Yeah. You have to kill a bunch of people. Well, that's the thing is, you know, yeah, like you're saying, if, if Negan gets saying. killed, they're still going to be fighting because they're going to want to protect their... Well, it's just their, you can't cut off the head of the snake yeah. and expect it to die. Yeah. Right. So It's it's Hydra. But you I cut off one, you get two. But their, their thought process is, you know, he killed Abraham. It's all revenge. He yeah. killed Glenn, so we need to avenge But him. if you look at it, the way that he has it set up is with all the outposts. Each outpost has its own leader. Well, it just, they would splinter off. And then now you've got, instead of one, one entity yeah. to fight, now you're fighting multiple ones. But then again, without Negan, would all those outposts start turning on each other to try to gain control? No, because they're all Negan. Yeah, but there's no they're Negan. Not, yeah, there's no they're Negan. They're gonna though. try to. Who's gonna try to get the Who, power yeah. grab? Because Negan is was is the power grab. Eugene. Yeah. 
Eugene's going to take over as Negan. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the craziest thing? <laughs> they just get like they shoot Negan in the head. The he action. picks up the bat. Well, but he doesn't rule with an iron fist. Then or they just go completely against the comics. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, that's how we ended up with uh, that's say the, yes, yeah. which. I'm kind of glad we didn't do one last week because that was only 19 minutes. Well, I mean, it's uh, it was nothing that really happened in the episode. There was a lot of it Rick was... and Michonne just giving each other googly eyes. Oh, they were giving more than googly eyes. They were giving the giggity and the googly. Yeah, I said that. I was going to say they were giving each other the googly, but... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it... it it's a filler episode, but it wasn't like a normal filler episode for The Walking Dead. No, look. It didn't progress the story. Tonight was also a filler episode. But tonight's episode also progressed the story. Yes. That's... It well, progressed me, the characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, well, even the when, overall when have, story. The trouble with filler episodes... It's gotten the kingdom on board to fight. So to that's progressing oh, part of the story. Bit. Yeah. But, you know, filler episodes to me, they, they do serve a purpose, but it's mm. not like when you had Breaking Bad with their filler episodes, like The Fly mm. was a complete filler episode. Yeah. And it had a lot going on. If you're going to do a filler episode, give me stuff to fill it. You know? And they've done in the past, but it's just this one didn't, this one fell short, I think. I think a lot of them this season have. I think, I think the problem with this compared to Breaking Bad, though, is this requires action. Yes. So it's an action story, mm-hmm. more so Breaking Bad. More Breaking Bad's more drama. So. Do you think they're making a mistake trying? Because they're obviously trying to prolong getting to All Out War because they want to save that for next season. But do you think that it just they're they're this season most of it is a filler episode. Trying I don't to fill it. Most of it's filler. Maybe no, two. The, fir- the I mean, first two, two episodes, episodes were really good in a, in a story, to you know basically show the group is wanting to fight Negan, but these last three episodes were. Well, the Eugene one was kind of interesting. It's yeah, I mean, well, yeah, even but a, that even also yeah that one's and that one is. But that's what I mean. What it's, it's a filler episode, well, but at least it episode. gave me something that was interesting. Mm. You know the. With the Rick and Michonne, literally nothing happened. But we get that every season. There's a, at True. least a couple episodes, True. two or three nothing episodes happened. that are just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Nothing really happened. So, There's so some to, character development, but yeah, nothing much. I mean, well, the only thing that this episode showed is hey, the group can survive longer because they have a bunch of food. Yeah, like they're not going to starve to death, basically. So, but yeah, I mean, it it it's not one of their best episodes. It. Just fell flat, I think, in my opinion. But so tonight's episode, "Bury Me Here," uh, went back to the kingdom, mm. which is one thing they've done this year a lot of. Is you know, you have Alexandria, then you have an episode that is just about the kingdom or hilltop. Like next week's looks like it's going to be all hilltop. Yeah, but the funny thing is, we haven't really seen any of the hilltop since uh, what? Since Daryl broke out. And showed up there at the end of the break. Well, that's what, yeah, Daryl was there. Then Daryl left. Episode back. Yeah. And then they they came for, I mean, they've come and gone real quick. Well, the episode back was kind of, they were barely at the king, or at the hilltop, weren't they? 
Well, there, but yeah. you can't really so, think about well, it. Oh, Alexandria, too. We haven't seen yeah. a couple episodes at the beginning of the season, and that's it. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing really going on at the Hilltop. Things don't change too much at the Hilltop. Yeah. You know, the only time they ever go to the Hilltop, really, is when Negan's crew is getting ready to do Come for a Tribute. Yeah. Because nothing else is really going on. Now we know Daryl's back there. Mm-hmm. You know, They're going to try to hide him. Yeah. Basically, or they have to try to hide it. I guess I guess Sasha and and Rosita aren't going to leave before the trip or before. Well, it looked like they left. It looked like they were. I don't know because it looked towards like towards the compound already. And, no, it I, to me it looked like it looked like Sasha was up in the, she was still there, up in one of the rooms yeah. of the main house. To me, it, it looked like she was. Somewhere nearby the compound. Because when she look, because when the, she looks through the scope in the trailer, she's looking down at Negan's, uh, what's his name with the mustache. Maybe mm-hmm. she and uh, Rosita. Uh, Rosita just start weighing lace to the tribute team. See, that's what I think happens. So and maybe just like fuck this, we can't get out of here. So we need to. Yeah. Just we'll, get rid of them. We'll find out next week. Yeah. <laughs> so this week... It helps to push out. Yes. Mm-hmm. This week with Bury Me, um, Bury we're me in the me. kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of start out with... It's, it starts out kind of slow with Morgan and Benjamin's bro- little brother oh. wanting to learn how to... to Fight with the staff. Be a bow staffer. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to get his staff hard and ready and Morgan's willing to help him <laughs> he's a little kid man um, and then it quickly goes on to getting oh then we find out that we, we watch we watch Ezekiel watching one of the guys pick out the uh, the grapefruit or whatever Cantaloupe. it was. cantaloupes that's what it was grapefruit on the ground yeah when did grapefruit start growing on the ground <laughs> <laughs> they could, they could have the fallen. <laughs> they could have fallen off the tree. Yeah. True, but the it's the cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. Everything's filled with weevils. Yes, with weevils, weevils. So, uh, I thought I thought they were going. I thought there was going to go a different angle with them. You know, like they're going to send them tainted fruit or something. Yeah, but the minute you cut it open, it's it's not yeah. like you can eat it and oh, it's still good, but it's something yeah. hidden in it. Like the it's, the pigs op- with the, it's not the yeah. tainted pig. Yeah. Tainted if you pork. open it and it's like uh ah, it's a bunch of fucking bugs or maggots inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we see one of one of the farmhands, I guess, come up and she's scared of, of the tiger. Mm-hmm. Which was so <laughs> what are you laughing at? Yeah, what? It's it's gotta be something bad. Yeah. Sound good. <laughs> We'll save that for all fair. Um, but she's scared of the tiger, and you know uh, she's telling him that there's there's this whole big metaphor they're doing at this point, where you know she's telling him about the weevils and everything, and we sometimes you have to dig up everything, but you can always replant if you really want to, and showing the again. optimism of, yeah. of the community. Is yeah, like, but hey, it's also the foreshadowing that. of about to, uh, of what's about to happen with the group, you know. Yeah. yeah. You can always tell when when they're when it's not just with this show, with any show or anything. Things aren't written in there unless there's a meaning to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something like this, you know, obviously it's it's look at me here. I'm telling you that this is the plot of this episode, but I'm doing it in a big 
you know, Shakespearean metaphorical way. Mm. So. Yeah. And then she pees her pants. <laughs> because the tiger growls or something. Yeah. Um, and then we find out why they were, why they were boxing up the cantaloupe was to go take it on to a tribute run. I was surprised well, that that was it. That, I, that's what I like thought. Was all they wanted 12 was 12. Okay. It's a very small tribute. Or yeah. unless that's all they were able that's to salvage. Have, yeah. so. but, he, but they said that was your, your, your tribute was supposed to be 12. Yeah. So why wouldn't you might wait? Have been only, the only thing, like, he's like, all we have left are cantaloupe. And they're like, okay, you're going to give us 12. But why well, wouldn't well, you? Maybe Ezekiel said, we have 12 cantaloupe. That's all we have. Yeah. And then... Why wouldn't you wait to put that with your rest of your tribute? Like, do a monthly tribute instead of... I know it's it's an easy way to... Because they needed to do something. You gotta do it each week anyway. Well, they do it... Yeah, they do it every week. If you do it monthly, that's the deal between the saviors and the kingdom is the weekly tribute. Well, you can't grow crops that quickly. Well... Well, they've been you growing can, them. If, they, if they're consistently producing fruit and stuff. I guess. And I mean, if they're, they're asking for a specific number, they may have 50 cantaloupes. I don't think but... they're asking for a specific number. I think Ezekiel told them, we have 12 cantaloupes for you. Oh, crap. Where is one? And then they just like, well, you had 12. You told us you had 12. Yeah. Well, as, as we're getting there, we see well, like, yeah. Richard and, every, and, and Morgan and uh, Benjamin and what's the big dude with the battle axe? Jerry. 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 Jerry, who is his kind of uh, Ezekiel's right arm, they, uh, huh? Right hand? Right hand, right arm. Just the arm, not the hand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he doesn't really do much as a hand would. He's just, you know, he's his muscle. So he's his right arm. All right. Sure. So they get stopped by by, uh, grocery carts. And well, it's it's definitely something that's been set up. A lot up. of homeless people yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. So, it so looks like somebody somebody set, set up, up a barricade across the road, which was, which was grocery carts. And then if you when they do pull away, you notice that it's in the shape of an arrow. Were they even near a grocery store? I didn't see one. Uh, I wonder where he got all those grocery carts. Yeah, see, I I didn't see one, and I, <laughs> so I was I'm just looking. wondering that for a minute. I'm like. A lot of I homeless lot of, zombies that were there. Grocery carts for no grocery store. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so they all follow the arrow around the side where we. Oh, see there it. was the the hardware or the appliance shop. Was there? Yeah, there because they said like when Carol walks what by. What appliance shops have carts I mean, like that? Home Depot and but not Whoa. little mom and pop like Ace Hardware doesn't have that crap. No. So, anyways, they go around the side of the building. They see this open grave that says "Bury me here." And they're all kind of standing around, look at this thing, kind of like. Well, looking at it and watching the episode, you're, Richard is very separated from the group the entire time, so you know he stays. And he's also calling out or, orders, yeah. and you know. So you you get the feeling that something's up. Like I thought he was just gonna take the truck and drive off, and like. <laughs> then he thought he was gonna kill everybody. Or, or no, I thought uh, kill himself or kill everybody. Like, bury me here. What's that mean? I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> and just like, and just dies like right there or something. But if he did that, his sacrifice wouldn't do anything to get them to fight. Yeah. Well. So, and Richard, if you notice, when he was a few episodes back with Daryl, was trying to get everybody to fight, you know, he was going to sacrifice Carol to get him to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's been trying to figure out a way to get mm-hmm. them to fight. And he let realizes, yeah, let them fight. <laughs> He realizes really the only way is he's going to sacrifice himself because he doesn't want to be there. They've already made mention that they're going to kill him next anyway. 
So he's like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to hide a cantaloupe when we get to the tribute. And as they're standing there, guns drawn on each other. Uh, they 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 had me realize that there was a cantaloupe missing until the sa- lead savior tells them to give up their guns yeah. and then tells them the reason they gave up their guns was because they're short and things are going to get messy. So the other dude, douchebag, rocker dude. The one that took uh, Morgan's staff. Yeah. Basically pulls the gun on Richard and Richard's like, all right, do it. You know, like, I'm ready. You can just kill me, whatever. And then he's like, all right, I'll do it. And then puts nope. the gun away from him and shoots Benjamin in the leg. I don't think it was leg. It was his stomach. It was his leg. It was his leg. Cause was then, it his yeah. leg? Yeah. Then he must have hit the artery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, so, he's a hell of a and, shot. And Benjamin started bleeding out like crazy. Yeah. So, so after... So they take him to Carol's. Yep. I don't know why they thought well, because they said because as they're re- as they're leaving, you hear Ezekiel say, "We've stocked Carol up with medical supplies. Yeah, I didn't hear Let's that. get her there yeah. because she's closer than the kingdom." The kingdom. Ah. So, how far out is she from the kingdom? She's got to be a couple miles. Jesus. Mm. She's like on the outskirts, yeah, basically mm. of the of the gate, but obviously close enough because she's traveled there twice in this episode, like real symbol. Yeah. Wait, so like a mile, you know, a mile yeah, or two. Yeah, maybe like a mile or something. Because you got to think, Alexandria is probably about maybe five to ten miles from them, if that. Mm-hmm. Everything, they've all got to be within like a 20, 30 mile radius. They use cars. I mean, the Savior's compound has to be further out than any of them. Well, we know that, we know that Oceanside, or whatever, is at least two days away. Mm-hmm. And where Rick and Michonne went to the carnival mm-hmm. was a couple days out. Yeah. We know that Hilltop can't be that far from Alexandria because... Rosita walked. They, she walked there. And they even walked there after, uh, after Negan killed Glenn and uh, yeah. Abraham. And Carol and... Well, no. Rick and them walk to from Hilltop to the kingdom, and yeah. then from the kingdom they walked home to Alexandria. So those have to be within yeah. a few miles of each other. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Negan, and then Negan's probably got his outposts that are closer by his compound. Well, his compound is probably farther than all. Yeah, it's probably like now. fifty, sixty miles away. Yeah. Because yeah. even that time where Michonne <coughs> has the one chick driver there, she was going for a while. So. Yeah, just seen you know, the last part of the season where she's like, "Take me to Negan," and the Michonne. She, yeah, you remember she yeah. she traps the girl that's driving back in the truck. Oh yeah, but she oh yeah, yeah she kind of yeah. Yeah, they were driving for a little while. Yeah, so he's probably they're yeah. probably all within fifty miles of each other. Yeah, at yeah. least. I think you know Oceanside's still the farthest apart because if you if you look at where. If Alexandria was a real place, and they're outside of D.C., yeah. so you know Oceanside <coughs> has to be on the beach or close to it. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's in that bay area. Yeah. yeah. So. so, anyways, as we're mapping out <laughs> the Walking Dead locations. But, yeah, so eventually they take Benjamin back to Carol's where he ultimately ends up dying. <gasps> and... uh 
basically Richard now feels guilty because he basically killed this little kid with and Morgan is losing it and Mm -hmm. well I think that's because he's a kid and Morgan kind of took him in as a son type figure for him it brought back those memories of Dwayne that's even why he says in the episode is like well, he, qu- he killed Dwayne, and they're uh, like Dwayne. And you- he gives him he gives him also the the mantra book of you know not to kill. Yeah, and he's yeah he was basically his son. He felt like he was his son. Yeah, and yeah, basically it. Uh, a lot of the things started popping up, like when Morgan was going crazy in season three, where you know clear kept popping up all, all over. Then you start seeing signs. Listen a lot to of me. The, listen yeah. to me. A lot of like these things that. Well, this is as he ran out into the street, basically back where they were when they ran into mm-hmm. the shopping carts. And he was about to slit his own wrists and inside the little grave too, and he decided against that, I guess. And when he got so upset that he kicked the box. He finds the cantaloupe. That's that was a load stand, not a box. <laughs> and so he finds the cantaloupe, and he realizes what Richard did. So I was also wondering if he also noticed the handwriting, because they kept showing some of the handwriting and things. Yeah, like he's like, I've seen that handwriting yeah. before. I was, I was wondering if that was part of it. And then the cantaloupe kind of was like, oh, the placement of the cantaloupe, where we are, wait a minute, this is starting to make sense. Yeah. Now, oh yeah, Richard has written clear, you know, okay, maybe, and then that's when he goes back to confront him. Yeah. Um, so essentially after they and find... And then Richard basically confesses to him. Mm-hmm. Because he feels guilty. He's all like, that was supposed to be me. And then says he's going to tell Ezekiel, so that way, you know, why he did it, so that way he'll get him to fight. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing is, he tells, he's like, well, Morgan, we have to use this now to let the saviors trust us again, so then that way they don't suspect anything, and then we'll fight. And so essentially, when they meet up with the saviors again to do the tribute because they give him the option to bring in the cantaloupe again one whole cantaloupe yeah so basically for that tribute they give him the cantaloupe and they you know the gavin the leader of the saviors that are coming Man, up i can't believe tribute. you remember all their names i just saw it on oh. IMDb when i looked up <laughs> the other episode so i didn't know his name um but be- yeah basically he's like oh, i feel bad but you know this is it makes the rocker dude walk back yeah he makes douchebag rocker dude walk back to the camp on his own but uh basically morgan just like full-on hits richard in the face with his staff and just chokes him out till he dies yeah. right in front of everybody and uh ezekiel and everybody just stood there just mesmerized yeah you wanted me to kill well the kill funny you. thing is that when morgan gets up and talks to the savior he gives him the whole spiel that richard gave him and said you know, like, you know, he's saying, oh, you have to do something to get them to trust us. Mm. And he's like, I want you to know that I get what you get. We get, we, we get, get it. it, you know. And so essentially he's putting that plan in motion. And Well, Richard had, when Richard walked up to him, you know, he handed him the cantaloupe. He's like, we get it. We understand now, you know, mm-hmm. we know. And that's what said more, you know, Morgan kind of was like, oh, nope. You're not, you know, you're not getting away yeah. with this. Mm. You're not the one. Well, because he asks him as he's uh, as they're getting out of the car, he's like, "Did you tell Ezekiel?" Yeah. And he's like, "Now is not the time." Yeah. And uh, it's like, no, you should have told him. And Ezekiel's before. like, "Yes, now's the time." Yeah. 
And then the, that's when the savers roll up, so they didn't follow through with it. So then Morgan goes back to Carol's. Carol should be like a bar now. It just shouldn't say Carol's. Carol's. Uh, so, it should be like a psychiatrist's office or something. Hmm. Like everybody goes there just sociopaths to just go there, get advice. <laughs> Killers wanted. So they go back. He goes back, taps on the door with the staff, the bloody staff. <laughs> uh, she opens the door and he asks her, "Do you really want to know what happened in Alexandria?" She says yes, and he tells her. She knows about Glenn. She knows about Abraham, Olivia, and Spencer. Everything that Daryl didn't want to tell her. Everything, yep. And now she's just going to be pissed off. And then Morgan takes off. She tries to stop him. But he's going to go kill Negan's guys one at a time. Which I hope they... I do really hope they show him and the rocker dude on this road. Mm. And he gets some revenge on him. Yeah. Because that would be kind of a cool... Well, that's the thing is, you know... uh, Carol walks up to him and she says, well, you can be here without being here. Yeah. And essentially, I think it's it's them switching places. Where now you can Morgan, be gone while you, and still right. be here. Well, Morgan is now living in the house and Carol, who goes back to the kingdom, tells Ezekiel that I'm going to live here now. Was that the same house? Because it didn't, I, don't, I wasn't really sure. It was the same house, yeah. That Morgan's in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd imagine so. It's already so, set up. Yeah. Stuff, so. So, so Carol goes back. Yeah, and she goes in back and talks to Ezekiel and says, "I'm gonna live here now." Essentially, I'm thinking, and she tells him we have to fight and get ready, and he says, "Not now, because you know we're going to plant." He's like, "Yes, but not today." Yes. So they're using the day to mourn Benjamin, but he's like, "Yeah, after this, we're gonna start planning." Start planning. And Morgan turns his staff into a spear. Yeah, we see Morgan on the porch. Whittling away, sharpening his uh, his staff. Sort of bad things. Is that what he calls it? Sharpening his staff. Yeah, (laughs) whittling his staff. (laughs) But yeah, so it it looks like uh, Morgan's mantra of not killing. It it took you know him to see someone who he really cared about die to Mm -hmm. kind of snap him out of it. And so now he's gonna. Y'all gonna die. Yeah. Well, because it's like, it already happened to him. He went into shock with his wife and his kid. Yeah. And then now it's just like, happened again. Now I'm pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, you know, Benjamin had to die to get everybody on board to fight Negan. Mm. And so that's what what this episode did. So we have three episodes left. Mm Mm-hmm. We know next week is going to be kind of a heavy one in Hilltop. Yeah. The trailer kind of gave away a little bit of uh, Gregory ratting Snitching out. Him. Yeah. Daryl, who's hiding there. Something. Yeah. He's trying to save his position, but something's... That'll probably be the next character. Is Gregory still alive? No. No. Yeah. I don't even Not know. in the comics. No. He wasn't even <coughs> alive at this point in the comic anymore, was he? Because before All Out War, Maggie had taken over. Well, I think I don't remember a whole lot, but I think that Maggie takes over as far as like a diplomatic process where they kind of voted her into the right. theater, and Gregory was kind of taken back and offended by that, so he hatches a plan to poison Maggie to kill her so he can get back on top. And I think eventually she finds out that 
he tried to poison her after she gets poisoned and uh, they go through a whole process of you know should we I kill would, him or, I wonder or, if they're going to poison her do that and she loses the baby next episode no because the baby's still in, in the comics so I know it's it's I, for, it, I forgot she was so pregnant <laughs> <laughs> it's it's difficult for the show so I can see them trying to get rid of it because um, you already have you already have Judith so. yeah you don't see her as much and I think that they're trying to stay away from that so even if Maggie does have the baby you're not gonna see it maybe in an episode here or there where she holds him or we could still have a zombie baby yeah um yeah, so, yeah, it's obviously getting up to the point where they're going to fight. It's just, I'm wondering if they're going to, I'm wonder, I, I, I kind of wonder if they're going to make the first strike on the, this season or if it's going to save it for next season. Next season. Well, I think the, the end of this season is going to be the whole, um, like what we were looking up. You think last the gate? Week. Yeah, the, the gate crashing and. The zombie, uh, there's a horde of zombies going yeah, into... Yeah, basically just their first attack on the saviors, essentially. Just putting yeah. a whole bunch of zombies in. Yeah, because there's a character, Holly, in the comic book, who's uh-huh. being portrayed by Holly was, like, three different people in the show right now. Right, Holly was the character that was holding onto Rick's hand uh, when she when her son got killed. When no. Yeah, that was Holly. No, that was Jesse. In the in the show, it was and in the comic, sure. Yeah, because they can. She dies the same way that she does in the show. Oh, okay. Holly is basically someone who. Holly is the one that's like Sasha right now. That she ended up with. Ended up with Abraham. Yeah. Abraham dies, and she's basically become like a. She's know, what Sasha is. is. Mm. Although Sasha so has a, a little bit of Andrea's role too. It's a mix right now between Rosita and Sasha being this Holly character. So, so that, I think that's why they're bunching them together to go out towards an Aegean. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think they're going to basically ultimately make the first strike and get captured. And Negan saying, well, I guess this means we're going to war. And that's how the episode's going to end. I think because that's how it ends in the comics. Do you think you think it'll end with, well, we're going to war? And, oh, yeah. But the, as the horde of zombies is coming in? No, I don't. I think they'll take Cause, care Because the hell, horde of zombies comes in, and they stop them. Mm-hmm. Right? And then that's when he says, well, we're going yeah. to war. Yeah, basically, because in the comic, Negan finds Rick and the party that's out doing the, the scavenging or whatever. Mm-hmm. And basically, he lines them up, and then Rick was like, "Okay, now everybody pulls out their guns, and they start shooting at each other, back and forth." Mm. And I think uh, Negan's group ends up driving away, goes back to the compound or whatever. And during a whole conversation, Negan's last line in that issue of the comic book is, uh, "He's holding, he's like pinching his nose, like he's annoyed, and he's like, well, I guess this means we're going to war or something like that.'" Yeah. So, yeah. Next season will be Walking Dead, all that war. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see it. So, and then after that, after next season, there'll be a it'll I guarantee that's when it's going to deviate from the comics for a year or two. Yeah, because if they go straight into it, it's they're basically catching up with where the books are now. Because yeah, there's a whole storyline with a new enemy in the comic books. Uh, called the whispers mm. 
and that's basically uh, they do a time jump after All Out War for two years. So I think that they're going to try to show what happens within those two years in the show, in the show yeah. to kind of give them some space between the. Which should be nice because yeah. then, that's smart. It's yeah, it's smart. It it gives you it gives you a chance to. Tell your own stories. Yeah. I wonder if he did that on purpose. What, yeah. the, the time jump? Yeah. Just knowing that the show was working its way up quicker. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I can throw a time jump here. And yeah. then just let the show tell their own stories for whatever the hell happened. As long as it As long as you keep certain into... characters. It's like what they do with, you know, when a different writer takes over with a comic book or something. You know, you can tell whatever you want as long as... When yeah. the original writer or another the writer another yeah. writer comes back on, and essentially they don't want you reset sh- yourself. You don't want the show to end before your comic book. Yeah. So oh, yeah. he's he wants smart like that. So. Yeah. You'll introduce a bunch of new characters and and certain characters that are still alive in the book now will mm-hmm. still be alive after yeah. the two years, but all those other characters, who knows, they may end up with the uh, the cast from Fear the Walking Dead on there. Oh God, I hope not. Because <laughs> that show can't sustain itself much longer. I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a shit about that show either. Nah. Does he even write or do anything with that show? He's just the executive money? producer. He just yeah. collects money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything else about uh, Bury Me Here? I'm glad yeah. Richard's dead. Richard yeah. is dead. Glad about that. Yeah, yeah he, he is one that's kind of lingered Oof. a little too long, so we're going to... He could have been an interesting character. The actor's not bad. He was. He was a good character, but they dragged him out for way too long, yeah. I think. He, he got to be kind of whiny. And yeah. To me, he was whiny from yeah. the first time I saw him. So. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Ethan? No. Mikey? No, I'm good. You ready for All Out War? Well, in, no. Uh, what, six months? Yeah. Yeah, um, Ethan's just ready to get to Comic Con and see how the new set and everything, so he can get. Oh, so I can walk by their booth and not see anything because <laughs> walk by and hold your 10, camera 000, up. Ten thousand people are just like standing in front. God, I hated that so much. <laughs> I was like, it's a such a cool setup, and I really wanted to see it, and I just couldn't even get close to it for the entire time that it was up. You have so. to go preview night and do it. You gotta get an exhibitor badge. So you can get in on the floor earlier. Right. And then you can take a picture. Yeah. Well, hurry up and get Nerdables a table in Comic-Con. <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. Here's what? You guys $2,500? I was going to say, you guys going to pitch in? <laughs> 10 by 10 booth. No, we have all these listeners that are going to be sponsors, right? <laughs> there we go. We'll just do a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow we'll end up with negative money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be You're owing them. stealing from us. What? <laughs> So on that note, we're going to wrap things up for this week of the Walking Deadcast. Make sure you check out Nerdables and Comictating this week. So and check, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com/slash/Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdable Show, and we are on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Mikey and Ethan, I'm already saying I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>